You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I give you the keys is the title of this devotion. I give you the keys. You know, if I go in my pocket here, then you see these keys. And this is to my house and this is to the church and that's our garage door. Now, right now, if you, if you go to my home, you won't be able to get in because the door's locked. But if I give you the key, you can get in and unlock the door. And you see a lot of people, they struggle when they are in certain times, environments, circumstances that are maybe unfamiliar or dark to the presence and power of the Lord. They don't know how to get in. They can only kind of get in, in, into the Spirit, into the manifestation of the Spirit when the atmosphere is set. And I once heard a message by Denise Spires, who was a wonderful woman of God and a, a dear friend of Virginia and I with her husband, Carl Spires. They're both in heaven now. And uh, they, they, they were part of us getting married and everything. And Virginia worked for them in their church in Oklahoma City in 1983, uh, when we got married in April the 13th, 1983. And, and I remember Janice sharing one time about being a hothouse plant. Now coming out of the Netherlands, where I was born and raised, you have acres upon acres of acres of, of these, these uh, greenhouses. And they are houses made of glass. And they are they're very long and large. And they grow the vegetables, the plants, the flowers, and all the things that they make available to the population of the Netherlands, about 70 million people, I think, in the Netherlands. Uh, no, 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 16. 17 million, I think, uh, we have 78 million here in Britain, something like that. Anyway, it's not the point, but they make it available and they sell it all over the world. And that's just a very uh, common Dutch thing. Now, a hothouse plant is a plant that cannot function outside of the hothouse plants when outside it's cold or it's dark or gloomy and, uh, or it's drought but it can function in the hothouse because the atmosphere there is completely controlled. There's lights, there's warmth, there's water, there's cool, there's everything for that plant to be able to flourish and, and that's called the hothouse plant. And her message was about us not being a hothouse plant, but being able to function in whatever condition we find ourselves because the Lord is more than enough for us. And that message stuck with me. And I have been in environments that have that been incredibly dark 
or hostile or unclimatized to the presence of the Lord. Nobody had made a beachhead there. Nobody had made an excess of the kingdom of God there. It was completely atheistic in its atmosphere, in its presence. And I have seen the Spirit of the Lord manifest in incredible power. And the Lord's given me faith that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of the and the fullness thereof, and that He will fill the earth with His presence as the waters cover the sea. And the Lord has put these, these, these beliefs in my heart. So when I've gone into environments that would have frightened me in the past because I didn't feel anything and there was no manifestation and I, the opposite, I feel how dead it is, how empty it is, and that would have frightened me way back, the Lord gave me this faith. No, I have the keys. I have the keys. I have the keys. I can unlock the kingdom here. And I'm not saying this in some arrogance about me. Please, please, please. I have wept and cried and wept and cried. I was staying in somebody's home and, uh, and that's a story that brought me there. And, and I am and okay, it was nice, humanly speaking. It was welcoming, humanly speaking, very welcoming. But I'm thinking, Lord, why am I here? Why am I here? What am I doing here? I'm not just here for sweet fellowship. I'm here to represent you. And that was just absolutely no manifestation. So I kept pacing the floor and weeping and crying before God. I said, Lord, Lord, please, I am not just here for myself to be entertained. Why am I here, Lord? What is it that you want, Lord? I believe I'm here to represent you. And the key manifested. And we're going to talk about that from the scripture in just a second. The key manifested and pop knowledge came to my spirit and I knew, okay, it's like I had the key. What, did, what knowledge? The key. What did it feel like? I just knew in my spirit. I had this knowing. Did you see something? No, didn't see it. Did you hear something? No, didn't hear. Did you perceive something? No, except the key. So I'm going to explain. So there was a knock on the door after a little while and he says, okay, Robert, whenever you're ready, we'll go to the airport. And I opened the door and I said to the man, I said, would it be possible I can have a minute with you and your wife together? He said, yes, I'll go get her. So I, we had, there was a little sofa there. He came with his wife. He sat there. She sat here. I sat here. I'll never forget it. Right? I had the key. I'm going to show you the key. I had the key. I knew I had the key. Okay? I've learned what the key is in me. And I think it can manifest differently depending on how the grace of Christ has been given unto you, according to the measure of Christ's gift, as it says in Ephesians 4. And, uh, and, and I sat there and, you know, I said, thank you for giving this moment. And then instantly, here came the key. I said, wow, I looked at the, at the wife. I said, wow, the Lord is looking at you and he says to you, how lovely are your feet. That's right? a quotation from Romans chapter 10. How lovely are your feet, right? Here's the key. 
and shoo, the Holy Spirit came upon them both. And they were weeping uncontrollably, instantly. And I said, do you mind if I pray for your feet? So I laid my hands on the top of her feet. I said, thank you, Jesus, for the miracle that's taking place here. Now, I, that's all I pray, that's all. And I, I just said, thank you, Lord, for this time. And they were both weeping and weeping. So they told me, they said, she was going to the hospital today to get surgery on her feet because she has flat feet and the bone was pushing through the bottom of her feet and the pain had become so agonizing she couldn't bear it anymore. And Jesus healed her feet instantly. He did it. And they contacted me later that day that she went to the hospital and they took x-rays and her bones were perfect and they were not flat feet anymore. And Jesus had done it. The keys, I give you the keys, okay? We're in Matthew chapter 16, from which I've also read to you, I think, yesterday or the day before. Matthew 16, Jesus said, Blessed are you, Simon, Barjona, Peter, for flesh and blood is not revealed to you who I am, but my Father who is in heaven. Upon this rock of the Father revealing who I am, I will build my church and the gates of Hades of death will not prevail against the church. And, and I will give you, I will build and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. In other words, I give you the keys to the heavenly realm to unlock on earth what is available in heaven and to lock on earth what heaven says no to. God wants you to have the keys. And it is painful when you don't have the keys and you can't get in. It is painful when you can't gain access. I remember ministering many years ago in the nation of Iceland, in the city of Reykjavik, in a phenomenal church there, the Philadelphia church, lovely people, amazing saints of God. And they've been there for a long time and they have churches all over the nation of Iceland and beyond. And I was preaching in that church, and I think it was a Wednesday evening, and I had had an invitation by a man who had relationship with politicians and influential people within the wealth industry of that nation in those days, a long time ago, before the collapse in 2008, so it's quite a while back. And, uh, and I was invited to come to a hotel that he owned, he owned that hotel, and to minister to these politicians and influential people. And I had said, well, I can't come until about 9, 9.15 because I've committed to preach at this church. He said, that's a good time for us. Everybody will be there at that time and, uh, and, and please come. I said, okay. And I was ministering in that Philadelphia church and Jesus showed up. Oh, he is the key giver. 
Jesus gives the keys. He said, I will build and I will give you the keys. You know, if you can't find the keys, spend time with Jesus. He is the one who gives the keys, okay? So I was in such gratitude and softness of heart that the Lord was giving the keys because His Spirit from heaven, boom, came all over the congregation. Oh, I was seeing Him pouring out His Spirit, giving me the keys that what was loosed in heaven was loosed on earth and the darkness and the barrenness of God's presence was bound on earth as the fruitfulness came from heaven. Oh, it was glorious. And so I, it was nine o'clock. I had to just go and let the pastors there finish the meeting. And I, a car was waiting and they took me to the hotel. I came in and, and listen, listen. And there were people standing there with their glasses of strong drink and beer and everything and smoking and so forth. But I have learned that when you have the key, you can open the door no matter what the conditions are. No matter how dark, how hostile, how opposed, how ungodly, you can open the door if you have the key, right? So I walked in there and I was just calm and quiet and I found out for Robert, if I stay calm and quiet, the key works the best. If I get nervy and trying to make it happen, I make a mess of it. So I just stay calm, stay calm. So I was calm and the man who had invited me, he invited everybody to come and sit down, you know, and he took his guitar and he had given everybody a piece of paper with this song and they sang in the Icelandic language this familiar song and, and as a nation and, and everybody kind of sang along. Some people, they were not maybe as interested, but it was okay, it was nice. And then after that one song, he said, okay, I've asked this man of God to come and just share with us. I got up and the moment I got up, heaven came and they all, wow, felt the presence of Jesus. He is the key giver, right? And his spirit was there and I shared about his love and about his coming and I did that for about 20 minutes. That was our agreement and then I finished and I sat down and this lady who I hadn't noticed but was there, came to me and she said, can I ask you something? I said, come sit down. And she looked like she was a millionaire, you know. She was, looked really wealthy and, and really somebody who lives within that kind of world in jewelry and makeup and everything and so. And she said, can I ask you, some, can I ask you something? I said, sure. She said, I have about 30 customers a week and I tell them about the future. What do you think about that? I said, well, you know, Jesus said, I am the door into the heavenly realms, into the things about the future. Anybody who does not come through the door, but seeks to enter another way is a thief. I said, you're not a thief. Use the door. And, and she looked at me, I said, nice to meet you. And that was it, right? 
and there was the key. Here it comes. <laughs> the next day, I got a phone call, and, and they said, the lady you talked to yesterday is in terrifying torment, and she's begging for you to please come to her. Well, I had some meetings. I took uh, somebody with me. I don't do those kinds of things alone. It's just for, for live above reproach. And I went and there was this lady in her beautiful expensive house, tormented. Oh, she looked horrible and her hair and everything and tormented like a possessed lady. And I took the key and the key, and this is important, the key that Jesus wants to give you is not repetitive always the same. Yes, there are keys, I use the key and there comes the heavenly life and there comes the manifestation of the kingdom of heaven. And, and the key is something that lives in me. But there are keys that are for particular doors, for particular situations. And Jesus gives you a key that only works for that situation. And yes, you may experience it more than once in your life. I've had a key to unlock the drought in Ethiopia. I've only had that key probably two times or maybe three times in my whole 43 years of ministry. <laughs> so there are certain keys. They only come for certain things. So here came the key. I, I want to show you what the key looked like. I took my Bible and when she said, help me, help me, please help me. I took my Bible and I just began to read. Here's the key. I began to read. And I looked at her and she said, help me, help me. And I, I read something else. And I read something else. And I kept reading and I kept reading the word to her. And suddenly I felt the door is opening now. The door is opening. And I looked at her and I said, no more. No more. It's done. You're free. And I laid my hands upon her and I said, thank you, Jesus. And simple, the key. It doesn't always have to be rough. I know some people use the keys a bit rough, but okay. I don't argue with it if it works, hallelujah. But it just came gentle. No, no more. In other words, Satan, you're not allowed to touch her anymore. And I laid hands on her and Jesus filled her with his Holy Spirit and she was free. The key is the Lord enabling you to bind and to un, unbind, to bring into being his will for precious souls. And I'll close with this, with this from Acts chapter three, please. Here, Peter and John, Jesus completely set that precious lady free and, and, and filled her with his love and his spirit and she became a transformed woman. And here in Acts chapter three, Peter and John are on the way to, to the temple to go pray. And there is a man at the gate who was put there by whoever had him there to beg for money. And he was lame. You see the lame and the blind were not allowed to go in. They couldn't get in. Peter and John were not blind and were not lame so they could go in. You know, I find it unbearable to think I can go into the spirit realm, but not take anybody else with me. I was on my way to church here. Uh, some, some years ago this happened. And I had seen this gentleman come, his name is Mark. 
to the services. And I, he looked a little bit rough. And I shook his hand. I said, hi, I'm Robert. What's your name? He said, I'm Mark. I said, wow, Mark, nice to meet you. Thanks for being here. Well, I was driving on my way to church on an evening service, and I saw Mark. So I stopped my car, opened the window. I said, Mark, are you on your way to church? He said, yes. I said, hop in. I'm, I'm going as well, right? So I'm, my point is, take somebody else with you. And the moment he got in the car, boom, Jesus baptized him with the Holy Spirit. Seriously, I myself was going, wow, Lord, that was wonderful. And you see, the key was in the car. Christ is the key giver. And Jesus baptized him in the Holy Spirit. And we became good friends and his life was transformed. And I asked him, I said, you know, Mark, how did you come to Life Church? He said, I was standing before the judge and the judge says, I need to send you to prison, but prison is no good for you. You need a miracle. I said to the church, how am I supposed to find a miracle? He said, if you'll go to church, then I'll not send you to prison. He said, I'll go. And he said, Pastor, I came to church. And he got his miracle. Jesus is the biggest and best miracle that anybody can get when they go to church, in my opinion. So Peter and John are on the way to church and they see this man at the gate who couldn't go because he was lame. <laughs> and Peter looked at him, yes? And the man thought he was about to receive something. It says, so he gave them attention, expecting to receive something. And Peter said, I don't have my wallet or silver and gold, I have not, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he leaped. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them. And Peter said, why look at us? As though by our own power or godliness, we have made this man walk. He said, Jesus, his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong whom you all see. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in your presence. Oh, I love being given keys by Jesus. And Jesus says to you, I want to give you keys because there's a lot of people who don't know how to go in unless you take them in with you. So come on, let's spend time with the key giver and let him give us the keys for what he wants to open today to precious people. Amen. Have a good day.